Welcome to Giving Connected, presented by Paisa Giving. We're happy you're able to join us today. Giving Connected was created to bring awareness to great nonprofits around the country. Hey everybody, we're excited to be joined by the Development Director for Boise Bicycle Project, Emily Summerhays. Hey Emily, how's it going? Hey, great. How are you doing? We're doing good. We're just, uh, we're really glad. Uh, thank you for taking the time out of your day just to join us, um, you know, talk a little bit about what Boise Bicycle Project does, uh, who you guys are. I'm really excited for that. But before we jump into that, um, let's talk a little bit about you. Um, you know, where did you grow up? What did you go for school for? And kind of did you ever see yourself working for a nonprofit? Sure. I grew up in uh, Michigan, just outside of the Ann Arbor area, and I went to college at a liberal arts college called Albion College, um, just a little outside of Ann Arbor, about 90 minutes. And then I moved to Knoxville, Tennessee, and got a master's degree at the University of Tennessee. Um, I didn't see myself staying in Knoxville, but I got a really cool job in consulting that kicked off my career after grad school and uh, lived in Knoxville for about 10 years before moving to Boise. And no, I, I had never considered joining a nonprofit or working for a nonprofit. I didn't uh, go to school for any sort of nonprofit administration. My degrees are actually both in um, English and creative writing, but um, something really pulled me to nonprofits and to service. And so about three years ago, I made a big career change and left, um, the retail industry and ended up at the Boise Bicycle Project. So between those two things, what are what are some key differences between, you know, working in the nonprofit space and kind of that business for profit, you know, retail environment? Yeah. Well, I really believe that it's so possible to have um, an exciting and fulfilling career across all sectors. Um, I just felt that I had a specific skill set that I had work, been working on and building relationships and managing people. And I, I think you can do that anywhere, but I was really called to sort of give more than I felt like I had been giving. So, uh, you know, there's lots of other non-traditional ways to give back to your community through work. I mean, you can work for a B Corps or you can work for an organization with like a really great uh, giving platform, but I just wasn't finding fulfillment where I was and working for a nonprofit, like you really are on the ground doing direct outreach with a community that needs support. And that's why um, changing directions and working for a nonprofit was really important to me. That's that's really cool. So can you tell us a bit about um, the Boise Bicycle Project and how did you join? How did you get connected with them? And um, I guess maybe if you can just tell us uh, how it was started and what the mission is. Sure. Well, BBP was started in 2007. So we're about 14 years old at this point. And uh, Jimmy Halliburton, who is still currently our executive director, was the co-founder of the organization. And Jimmy had just finished a career as a firefighter and was starting to see that the transportation infrastructure in Boise wasn't great and that if people didn't have a car, there really was no way for them to, to get around to where they needed to go. And that specifically included children. He was seeing a lot of kids not being able to connect to opportunity because they didn't have a way to get there and maybe their family didn't have a car. So he and uh, our co-founder, Brian, started BBP out of their apartment, I believe, and they simply just started fixing up bikes and then getting them directly to kids who needed them. And the organization has grown so much over 14 years, uh, where now we actually 
own our own building. We have a, a huge warehouse where we accept bicycle donations. We have a paid staff of about 17 and a volunteer workforce of, you know, of hundreds who work on our programs all year round to get bikes, uh, not only to kids, but to adults as well. And I joined BBP three years ago and uh, started in a different position and then transitioned last year to the development director position. So I work specifically on um, sort of donor relationships to uh, fund the work that we do. Yeah. And kind of that speaking of that specific work, you know, what are some of the, 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 the programs that you guys do? I know giving back is a big part of it. Um, you know, every, if you everyone check out can check out the websites BoiseBicycleProject.org. Um, you know, under projects they have some of those projects. But can you detail some what some of those are? BBP, the programming we're most known for or identifiable for is the programming for children. So we we provide free bikes to kids all year round, um, and every time we give a bike to a child, we provide a a light lock and a helmet as well. Um, but Along with the bike, we also provide safety education. So a, a bike's not going to do a, a kid any good if they don't know how to ride it safely and well. So we host classes and we do outreach to make sure bikes um, are matched with kids and then kids can ride them safely. And we also have a mobile repair program where we take, um, we ride by bicycle. We have a, a bicycle trailer that we fill with all kinds of tools and components and tubes and tires and we ride to specific places in the community to meet kids where they are to fix up the bikes and the reason that kind of outreach is really important to us is if we if we give a child a bike but then the bike is broken and clearly the barriers there they can't actually get where they're going and they can't come down to us to our space to fix it up so we need to be on the ground going to them and a typical world, we would be working with our volunteers and putting the tools in the kids' hands. Um, with the pandemic, we're not doing that right now. We're kind of just having the kids line up, um, leave the bikes, we fix them, and then we get them back to the kids when they come back. But usually, we really want to see those tools in the children's hands. Another piece of programming that we have is our DIY bike shop. So inside our space itself, we have a a community bike shop where people can come and fix up their own bikes with the help of our paid mechanics. And again, with the pandemic, that's um, kind of on hold right now. But it, right now, uh, in the month of April, um, just actually yesterday was our first day reopening the shop and letting the public come back in and sign up for appointments to use it. Yeah, that's awesome. I think, um, you know, I'm sure there's so many benefits that you see from personal stories of people who've received bikes, especially kids, right? Um, you know, as bicycles can help in so many different ways, right? Can help com uh, connect the community, right? It can help with, um, you know, with health benefits. There's so many different things, right? That that can possibly come out of it and really kind of bring um, a good out of that, right? One thing on your website, you know, we saw was the Boise Boise Bicycle Project membership. What what does that entail? Our membership program at BBP is really all about getting people from the community to en engage with us and engage with bicycles hands-on. So we, we have the people we serve through our programming, and then we have the donors who help fund the programming that we do. And our membership program is a little bit different. It's people who want to support the organization, but also are looking to get back um, personal benefits from bicycling. So it's, an, it's a $100 annual fee that can be paid all at once or in monthly installments. 
and it provides members unlimited use of our DIY bike shop. As I, as I mentioned, it's a little bit different right now because of the pandemic. So our hours of operation are smaller, but they still have unlimited access. They get free member classes to learn how to fix up bikes and focus on specific topics. They get discounts within the bike shop itself and then exclusive invitations to parties and events and social rides that we are hosting. Wow, that's, that's really cool. So you'd kind of mentioned um, COVID and how that's impacted you guys over the last uh, year. Um, can you kind of speak to that a little bit more, or maybe just in general, more of what are the biggest challenges that Boise Bicycle Project has faced, um, you know, since its inception and especially in the last year with COVID? Last year at about this time when we really started to understand the uh, impact the pandemic was going to have, Boise Bicycle Project work with, worked with other bike shops in the community so that we could get the essential service designation. The reason that was important to us is because a bicycle has to be a, uh, a respected tool for transportation. Not everyone in the community has um, a car and not everyone has access to other methods of public transportation. So we needed to make sure we were still able to connect people with bikes and then be there to help them fix their bikes when they were broken. So we, there were times when we were not allowing people from the public inside our physical space due to COVID restrictions. However, we really expanded our outreach and made sure that we were on the ground riding to where people were safely um, connecting with them so that we could help them fix their bikes. We, we do have a bike shop. We're a small team and we have a limited bandwidth for online sales, but we worked really hard to get all of the bikes we were building on sale online and people could buy them ahead of time. We'd clean it up, fix it up, have it in like a COVID safe package ready for them to pick up when they came down to get it. So we got kind of creative with the ways that we could continue to be of service. Uh, probably anyone listening from anywhere in the country has seen how um, popular recreation, um, like running, bicycling, gyms has become because of the pandemic. So we're selling every single bike that we can fix up and we're just so happy to see people out uh, outside riding. Yeah, no, I definitely understand. Being being cooped in a house, you have it's yeah. nice to especially, nice to get out. Especially uh, like when you go from being in an office to working at home, and then you're just kind of like your life goes from really active and out and about to being like very sedentary. So yeah, um, definitely. And, and something yeah. you, something you touched about a little bit, but working with other bicycle shops, it, usually do you partner with other organizations, or it, are you guys mostly independent? Well, I. I, um, I've listened to a few of your episodes. I haven't heard all of them, but I'm sure that there's probably a common theme of how nonprofits do the best work when they work together with other nonprofits. So we partner with all kinds of other organizations so that we can um, 
double up our efforts and work together more quickly and easily to get services to people in need. So there's certainly that piece of it. Um, a, a nonprofit DIY bike shop is definitely a different experience than a for-profit bike shop. Uh, but the, um, the for-profit bike businesses in our community are so supportive of what we do. Um, an example I have is that at, uh, in December, when we do our biggest bike giveaway of the year, we just don't have the, um, the sheer force of people that we need to fix up, say, 700 bikes in one month. So the for-profit bike shops often lend their time, talents, and tools for free to help us with that massive effort. So there's definitely a lot of partnership that goes on. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so it's good to be able to like partner with other bike shops. And I think what you mentioned about even like the for-profit bike shops in that area are actually supportive of what you guys do. I think that's like really cool and unique that even though you guys are a nonprofit, you're able to partner with other businesses in that area to be impactful. Yeah, it's a, Boise is a really special place and um, the community just really believes in the bicycle as a tool for empowerment and we see people um, just come out of the woodwork to help us with our programming. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so how could you, I guess for the advocation of our listeners, um, how can you they get connected with you guys and what's the best way for them to support what your mission is? Sure. Well, if if people are in the city of Boise, they can get connected with us by uh, a phone call, shooting us an email, or actually even coming down to our shop itself. Um, outside of the city of Boise, sort of across the country, I think the best way to be engaged is to tune into what we're up to on social media, um, particularly our Instagram page. We try to put um, great stories up online, um, and our Instagram is just Boise Bicycle Project. Um, we see people all over the world love bicycles. And so we see donors and stakeholders all from all around the country, not just the um, greater treasure Valley in Idaho, uh, but read along with us, you know, tune into the images we're sharing and the stories we're sharing. And if something captivates you, if you hear a story about how a bicycle, you know, transformed opportunity for a child, then it's just so easy to you know, give a five or $10 donation. Every, every dollar goes towards giving, um, giving back to the programs that we have. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's a question we, all, we get a lot, right. Is, you know, how, how can expect people expect their donations to be used? And I think that's such a, like, what you just touched about is an important point. I think that's um, yeah. definitely vital to, the giving process, right? Um, another question that, that we've gotten uh, a lot um, asked our way is, you know, when we talk to leaders and nonprofits, you know, what's what's what are some tips, advice that you'd give to people who want to work in a nonprofit or, you know, increase their role in a nonprofit? Mm -hmm. If you want to look, if you want to work at a nonprofit, what we're seeing is that because of, uh, basic generosity of donors, federal funding available, and pandemic specific relief funding, uh, nonprofits really ha are having the opportunity to expand right now. So I'd say whichever community that you're in, I can almost guarantee that nonprofits are hiring at a faster rate and developing their programming at a faster rate than they normally would have. So I bet you there are a lot of great jobs out there um, in, 
in Idaho, we have an organization called the Idaho Nonprofit Center, and they have a job board. And the job board is just lighting up lately with really cool opportunities to, you know, actually be working at nonprofits. If you, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have not really spent a lot of time getting working with nonprofits and you don't know how to get involved, the best way to do that is to start as a volunteer. And I would suggest picking an organization that has a mission that really speaks to you. You know, if you love bikes, a bicycle nonprofit is a great one, but if you love dogs, it could be a shelter or, um, you know, find something that you're passionate about. And there's, there is a nonprofit in your community doing that work, I can guarantee it. And then you just reach out, find whatever their um, general email address is and shoot them an email and ask them how, uh, how you can help. Um, and one thing I always say to um, people who want to volunteer for nonprofits, but maybe haven't done that before is, you know, just be patient. Sometimes an organization may not have an immediate need. Um, you don't know what kind of challenges they're up against on the inside. So if you're patient and follow up and wait for the right opportunity, there's definitely going to be a way for you to help. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's important to be able to explore and like find what it is you're passionate about. I think, um, you know, as we've mentioned so many times before, working for a nonprofit is definitely not for everybody. And um, it's something you have to be passionate about. So finding what it is and where your passion lies and then pursuing that if you feel like um, you want to pursue working for a nonprofit is definitely very important. Yeah, and especially because uh, and I know on your website as well, they they have a section to volunteer as well, right? I think there's, if you're in the local area, right, it's something that um, maybe a couple hours or whatever, how long it is, but um, I think it's something that even if you can't always make donations, right, volunteering is another great way to to make an impact to put your foot right. down there as well. So yeah, so can can you tell us about how um how or if the mission of um, BBP has changed throughout the years um, and what the future looks like for BBP. Yeah. Um, the Boise Bicycle Project started to connect people to opportunity with bicycles and that has just grown. That actually hasn't changed. Um, the bicycle continues to be an affordable tool to get you from A to B and beyond. And um, <clears throat> we're, you know, proud that we believe in that and that we continue to do that. Um, but clearly over 14 years, we've, re we've really grown. We've grown in our staffing, in our volunteer workforce. The, we actually physically expanded the building a couple years ago. So our physical space has grown. And um, that has grown our ability to just do more of what we do. So it is still about the bicycle, uh, but our programming um, structure is larger. We're able to do more with the same um, amount of time because we have more resources. Yeah, and I think that that um, that future, like we had talked about, is, is so important. I think the thing we often hear is um, it, it's, it's, time changes everything so fast, right? I think as social media comes in, there's so many different things that are evolving. Um, but I think, you know, something as simple as getting bikes to people who need it can really change so much, right? Um, I think if, like we had talked about, if it's creating a sense of community in, in there, right, or having that environment of, okay, you know, independence from, because especially if you don't have that 
way is a meaning of transport, right? Creating that is so important. But, you know, I think that's that's something that we'll always kind of push into there. But, um, you know, again, we just want to thank you for the time. Uh, you know, it's something that um, hopefully people can go on their website, social media, and kind of just, even if you don't donate immediately, just, you know, follow their Follow the news. Follow what the updates they're doing. I think it's it's yeah. so important. Uh, it's so it's so cool. Yeah, be aware. Just learn more about what their pro- their mission is and how they're impacting the community that they're in. Yeah. Thank you. We want to thank you again. Um, appreciate the time and, and taking the time out of out of your day to join us today. Thank you. It's so nice to meet you both. Hey everyone, we're so glad you were able to join us and listen to our conversation today with the Boise Bicycle Project. It's really cool to learn about um, their mission and uh, how they were founded and uh, what their goal is um, in Boise. Yeah, I think uh, it's a creating that sense of community, right? There's so many different things that they do and kind of helping uh, foster such a, a community of people who like bicycles, who need transport, so many different people that it helps. So I think um, I think it's definitely important and definitely something that if you can um, donate to. Yeah, you should. Or just go and learn about uh, their project and what they're doing. Uh, we're going to have links to their website and social media in the description of our podcast. And if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe and uh, tune in next week for our episode with AFC AIDS. That'll be available next Monday. This has been Prince and Joel, Giving Connected.